In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. I'm here with my co-host Jack. Jack, is that fun time of the week where we now do a daily mock draft? Yeah, slowly becoming real. Um, it, I, I think it will feel a lot more real next week when we do it, just because it will be in officially draft month of April. Mate, obviously you know about this, but I don't think a lot of our listeners know this in Cleveland. But I'm actually hosting a live mock draft for the first ever time in London. And I've got front offices from three people from 32 different NFL clubs. So it's going to be quite exciting. It will certainly be interesting. Uh, Three-round mock draft, get everyone in and see what happens. Who knows what's going to be the end result, but it's certainly going to be interesting. One minute on the clock for everyone. That's going to be chaotic. Yeah, a bit of chaos never hurt anyone, though. All right, excellent. And Jack, a big thing in the um, news over the night was Brown's going to change their jerseys in 2020. Yeah, it wasn't a surprise because it's the first time they're able to do them. I'm hoping for Colour Rush as the home jersey and then just either inverted or tweaked Colour Rush jerseys for our second kit. What about you? Has anyone ever done full Colour Rush throughout the whole season? Um, not that I'm aware of because I believe all the um, Colour Rush jerseys came in as sort of a third um, kit and um, I think it wouldn't surprise me for the first though because they are so much nicer than everything else they're producing yeah listeners if you want to educate us if you know of any teams NFL teams that have ever done a full season of Colour Rush then please do let us know also, uh, yeah, my... anywhere I can get a Colour Rush jersey with Baker Mayfield on it, I'd also like to know. <laughs> and that's a non-China edition. <laughs> I've got one of them for free. Um, and it Have was... you still got it? Yeah, so I managed to get it because uh, they sent it to me and then I said, this is a load of rubbish. Um, I'm sending it back and then they complained. So I got my bank to cancel the payment. So uh, I got the jersey, which I said they can collect if they want it, but they haven't come and collected it yet. Interesting. But yeah, my view on the jerseys is I would like us to somehow keep the colour brown in the uniform. So if that means colour rush with a brown tint, then I'm cool. But even though the black or the dark is very slimming on me, which I do like, um, yeah, I would like to uh, see us play in brown as much as possible. Yeah, I, I I can see the appeal. I just I just think it's just so much more sexy. Um, the color rush. Mm. Well, look, uh, when we do our weekly uh, Paul and Jack show, I'll give the updates of the poll. I've put it out there. Would people like the color rush, or would they like something else? So uh, I'll let you know what it is on uh, on Saturday. All right, good stuff. Let's jump in. You ready for the mock draft? Go on, mate. Push that button. So here we go. Using the Draft Network's predictive big board 
Here we go. The picks are flying in. Who picked number 17? What did they pick? Jonah Williams, offensive tackle, went to the um, Giants. So uh, it would have been a pick I'd have been more than happy with, but um, the game's changed. The one thing, if we'd have kept the 17th pick and wouldn't have made that move, I would have liked to have seen us add Jonah Williams. Um, sorry, not Jonah Williams. Add um, Josh Rosen if they'd have been willing to trade the 49th pick for him. I think it would have been an addition worth having to give us a really quality backup. Well, first of all, Jack, just let all our listeners know who was at 48. 48 was Chase Winovich from Michigan. Now, we are fully loaded in the defensive end at the moment, but some are saying he's one of the best pass rushers uh, in the draft this year. I've heard people saying he's the best Michigan pass rusher, but uh, I haven't heard oh, okay. him called the best. Okay. Um, but no, there's, uh, I think safety is the first position I'm now looking in the draft because I've got to hold my hands up. I'm starting to get concerned. Um, I don't think we have enough depth there. And um, I think we need to add someone. Um, if we look, sort of the names that are available, the top three in the safety room, Deontay Thompson, Taylor Rapp, and Juan Thornhill. Thornhill sort of interests me most out of them three. If we look at some other positions, the highest ranked player, according to um, the draft network, is wide receiver Kelvin Harmon. But that's not. What about what about Dexter Lawrence there as a uh, linebacker? No, uh, sorry, defensive line he isn't he. Uh, we'd still have him. Yeah, I, th- I think he's someone you could look to. But for me, it's it's got to be safety with where the Browns are at. It's a desperate need. And we are entering the draft with a need. And I know that's not a position you ever really want to be. But I think that's where the Browns are at. So I reckon Thornhill is probably where we've got to go. Why Thornhill over uh, Dayton Thomas, Alabama? Because I read a really good piece by Pete Smith this morning and um, it made a really good case for Thornhill and his coverage skills and everything else. So um, Pete's got me swayed. But um, I think we went Taylor Rapp last time when we did this. Well, that might have been our second um, pick. Uh, draft, um, the, the draft guys are recommending, though, he is ranked... Six better. Yeah, which is nothing in the grand scheme of it. It's, then you start getting into debates on scheme and who's going to suit better. So I reckon Thornhill might offer us some different stuff, but I've got no issue if it's one of the other two. All right, let's go Thornhill with, with your guy first. Let's go for that. And as the picks come through, it's, it now leaves us quite a lot of flexibility with who that third round pick is you've got cornerback you've got linebacker I'd say they're probably your two big pressing needs you obviously if any offensive tackles there probably not going to be that case is there anyone that um, picks your fancy yeah just let our listeners know that 77 Andy Isabella was there as a wide receiver yeah went to the Panthers in this mock um, so our top three play, uh, the top three players according to uh, the Draft Network's predictive board is 61st ranked Tavon Mullen, cornerback from Clemson. 
Um, I'm ignoring the running backs. Um, 75th rated Dawson Knox, tight end Mississippi. Um, wide receiver Riley Ridley, uh, Georgia. And then just the next couple of players, there's a couple of cornerbacks, Isaiah Johnson and Jalen Dean from Houston and Auburn, respectively. I'm up for adding the cornerback here. Let's just pull up Mullen. I, mean, I think it's a no-brainer, mate. So, Trayvon Mullen? Yep. Boom. Pick is in. So, I, I think we're now getting to the stage where, with that fourth pick, it's probably going to have to be a linebacker and the best one available. Um, don't want to corner us into that need, but it's we've probably got to add someone. I think they'll add a name, um, whether it's a trade um, for Darren Lee, whether it's a um, free agency signing. I still think they're going to make a move before we get there. Looking at it, we're not going to pick someone this early, I don't think. Um, so it might be a case of waiting slightly earlier on linebacker. Are you happy to wait a little bit? Yeah, I'm happy to wait, mate. Um, what sort of the your fancy... We can go wide receiver. Uh, inside defensive line. So if we look at the interior defensive line, so we've got five players more or less quite similar. You've got Daniel Wise, um, Dalen Mack, Kingsley Kiki, um, Isaiah Bugs, um, and Devon Russell. Let's just call him Russell. Names are always a challenge for this one. Well, we went with Bugs last week, didn't we? So, Daniel yeah. Wise does remind me a bit of Dennis Wise. So, uh... hey. <laughs> but yeah, um, interestingly, Jack, on Daniel Wise, they only gave him three stars. Um, that's his high school rank, so it's not a um, it's not a good judge of where they're at. It's just where they were rated coming out of high school. Okay. So... I I would say go. Uh, Daniel Wise unless you can educate me about anyone else no, besides that, Bugs that, that works for me so the pick is in and the next one's got to be a linebacker yeah but there's always one player at this stage I want to keep an eye on is it our quarterback yeah uh, Gardner Minshew's still there he'll be there okay. for the next pick um, so if we pull up those linebackers, I think uh, Trey Watson is there. Um, Jermaine Pratt is there. Um, yes, yeah, so we've got we've got two names there, really. Yeah, I've Jermaine heard some. Pratt uh, is one six nine ranked, and we're at the one four four pick. Or there's Trey Watson at one eight eight. I'm up for being bold and going Jermaine Pratt, and then hoping um, eleven picks later. Trey Watson is still there and potentially take the pair. Oh, interesting. Okay, let's let's try that then, yeah? We're going to be risky? Yeah. And don't forget, our next pick's only 11 spots away. Oh, Trey uh, uh, The Packers. Wrong. Cheeky, cheeky Packers. So, yeah, what's the best player available now? The best player available, you've got... Um, other than running backs, you've got wide receiver Stanley Morgan Jr. Um, you've got Will Greer is still there. You've got some more wide receivers. Here's a question for you. Would you take Will Greer over, uh, what's he called, the other cornerback? Yeah. Um, yeah, probably in all honesty. I think Will Greer is going to go a lot higher. I can't see him being around here. But um, 
Yeah, once you get to the fifth round, if there's a quarterback that they like in the front office, then I have no issue adding the quarterback. Um, Isaiah Bugs is still floating around. Yeah, let's take... You know, it's up to you, mate. We've got... I would like to take a good quarterback, but I think we can wait a little bit longer. Oh, Oli Udo's still available. Uh, offensive tackle. I wouldn't mind adding him. A fifth uh, round taking a tackle. Th- well, there is an- there's another guy above him, though. Tyler Roma. Yeah, I, d- I just hold my hands up. I don't know this chap, whereas I know Oli Udo um, and heard some good stuff about him. So... Um... Yeah, listeners, if you know anything about Tyler Roma, let us know, because he is one five one. Should we take a gamble and go with him or no? Um, I'm. I'm you like that? You got excited with that um, offensive tackle. Let's go with the one you got excited with. Yeah, Oliudo. I think he's probably belongs in the sixth round. Come the end of the day, but I'm happy taking that little early pick and going for him in the fifth. And with that second pick, we've got our last pick in here. So, who do you fancy? Do you want the wide receiver? We can make a move at wide receiver here. Um, and who have we got here? We've got Terry Goodwin, uh, Preston Williams. Hunter Renfro still on the board, which isn't rated as highly, but he's ranked at some, um, an early fourth. Who is um, There's some talent there. Preston Williams. Can we see the quarterbacks? Quarterbacks, you've got Jared Stitham, Jordan Tamu, Gardner Minshew, Brett Rippon. Well, let's take a wide receiver, I think, mate. That makes sense. Or defensive tackle or tight end. I reckon Hunter Renfro's the guy. Can we just see what's available tight end a minute? Yep. Let's flick onto the tight ends. Um, so don't really know many of these guys. We've got Foster Moreau, um, Trevon Wesco, um, Tommy Sweeney. Well, let's think about this. Do we need a tight end at this point more than a wide receiver? I would say wide receiver is a bigger need because I think we're going to see a lot of 11 personnel this year. So if we're going to be playing three wide receivers and only one tight end, We've got quite a bit of depth at that tight end position. Um, I think we saw lots more packages last year of three running backs, of two or three tight ends. I think we see a lot less of that this year. So I reckon it's worth stacking the um, wide receiver room and adding sort of a slot receiver like Hunter Renfro gives you that options because we don't know the long-term future of a player like Jarvis Landry, um, depending on other moves they make. So I would bring in a slot and then there isn't any pressure because if he performs to 90% of Landry, you've got a player who you're paying less than a million versus one you're paying 15 million. There's only one other position I'd consider at this stage is a defensive tackle. Defensive tackle. Um, Got a couple of lads, not that I know much about them. Terry Beckner and Chris Slayton Um, aren't rated that highly according to Carl Krabs. Well, let's go with the wide receiver then, mate. Let's get me some Hunter Renfro. Happy with that? Yeah, let's go with it. The pick's in. The pick is in. So what are we going to go for next? Defensive so, tackle, tight end, or defensive... Defensive tackle, tight end, or... Quarterback. 
Um, we, we can pick up Gardner Minshew. Should we risk it one more? Um, I think this is our pick in the six. So if you're going to grab a quarterback, this is probably the time you're going to grab him. Um, just flicking through and seeing if there's anyone else that's really of interest. Who's uh, best player available? Cornerback's not bad. There's a chap called Derek Thomas who's okay. Um, Mate, they're all cornerbacks. You must have clicked. Yeah. Yeah, a, a wide receiver, oh, running back, and quarterback. You're um, looking at more depth. Brady's available in the six. It's a sign. Penny Hart's not a bad potential. We've already taken a wide receiver, mate. I wouldn't be keen taking that one. Oh yeah, I wouldn't. I was just mentioning Penny Hart. It's a player that's got. A, there's a lot of love for Penny Hart. Uh, Gardner Mishu should go with it. Yeah, I'm just going to have a quick check on the running back listings. Um, it looks like you're getting quite a lot of value for money. We're at pick 189 and we can get players ranked around the 140. Yeah, I think the question is, we're working on the board that the Browns have now. Obviously, if you move Duke Johnson on before the draft or during the draft, I think there's some really nice picks in the uh, late day three in the sixth and seventh round for a running back and why not um, have someone that comes in and then you have a battle between that pick and Hilliard and then after eight games when Hunt hopefully comes back, then you move one of them on and that's perfectly fine. So uh, let's go Gardner Minshew. He's a lad and uh, let's see what happens. All right, Jack, get the, um, get the pick in and then what are we going to do with the last pick, mate? Just best player available? Yeah, I think for me, it's, it's a massive punt what you do with that pick because in the same way, if God Minshew didn't work out in camp, I'd have no issue if the Browns took him in the sixth and then you try to sneak him onto your practice squad. Um, so sixth and seventh round picks are just punts for camp. Um, so you've got Elijah Holyfield, you've got Bryce Love. Um, Bryce Love might not be a bad. Um, Get a lot of running backs there, isn't there? Yeah, and Penny Hart's available, but if we wouldn't have taken Renfro, Penny Hart would be the pick I'd be having here. So it might be one to keep in mind next time we draft of maybe give a miss Gavin. on the slot receiver and see if we can pick up Penny Hart a bit later. Um, cornerback. You've got a couple of chaps there. In all honesty, there's lots of different options here. I think we just take the best linebacker available because it's a position we need some more talent in. What about defensive tackle before you go for that? Yeah, let's pull that up. Because um, if you think, really, we've only got three DTs that we're comfortable with starting at the moment. Yeah, I would say um, if you move into sort of... Um, NASCAR packages and things like that on third and long you just take Ogunjobi off the field so you might not have so much rotation with him but if you start moving say um, Sheldon Richardson to the nose and move Miles Garrett to the three tech then you can cause some absolute really exciting chaos um, and just cause anarchy um, by moving them on side so maybe when you're looking at sort of third and six plus Take Ogunjobi off the field, slide Richardson in um, across, and then put Miles Garrett in there and just uh, see what happens. All right, cool. Well, 
best player available does look a running back, mate. So, mm, I, I would say with this, we're trying to keep true to where the Browns are at at the minute. I reckon we take a punt on this chap, Trey Lamar. Um, it's a seventh round pick, so th- if I'm going to be honest, I can't see whoever we pick here making it out of um, camp. This pick's probably going to get packaged and traded anyway. So um, one of these guys, I'll let you choose between them. Ulysses Gilbert, Kendall Joseph, or Trey Lamar? Trey Lamar seems a right gun. Let's go for him. Boom. The pick is in. So let's just pull up the picks that we made. We had Thornhill from Virginia at safety. We had Mullen at cornerback from Clemson. Wise at DT at Kansas. Pratt at linebacker from NC State. Oliudo, offensive tackle from Elon. Hunter Renfro from Clemson at wide receiver. Gardner Minshew. Um, hold on, we've just disappeared. Gardner Minshew at corner, the quarterback from Washington State. And then Trey Lamar at linebacker from Clemson. So it, it's definitely a strong list. It's got a few different selections. It's very different to what we did last time, which is always good. Um, we're mixing it up. Um, I think it's a, it's a solid list and I'd be happy if we come away with that. Yeah, I'll be really interested for our listeners to look at what we did last week, rate it out of 10. Now look at this one and rate it out of 10 and see if we're going in the right direction or maybe they don't like the way we're going, mate. No, it's, it's, it's definitely one to discuss. And obviously, by all means, go on, go on there and do your own because there's some interesting stuff. It's fun to have a play around and sort of see who you can end up with in a mock draft. Here's a challenge for our listeners. Last year, seventh round pick in the uh, draft, who was the best player in the league last year? Who was the best seventh round pick in the draft last year? Yeah, and who played the most snaps or who was the most... um, Obviously, we had uh, Lindsay as running back as an undrafted free agent, as the best undrafted free agent. But I wonder who the best seventh round pick was last year. Do you know, or are you just throwing the question? Mate, it's a classic. It's a classic Paul Brown question where I've got no idea what the answer is, but it'd be interesting to find out. Seventh round pick, who was the most best player out there last year? It's certainly one to um, consider and look around. I don't have a clue off the top of my head. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I must say, fifth round pick Avery's got to be the best player. Fifth round. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd be surprised. I'm flicking through. Um, oh, there was a pro bowler in Michael Dickinson, but he was a punter. So, um, yeah, I'm not valuing him as highly as him. Um, Marcus Valdez-Scantling shows some real promise. Green Bay Packers in the fifth round, but still, I'd agree, not as good as Avery. Um, I'm just seeing if there's anybody that stands out there. Um, I liked Scott Quisenbury, the centre, but I don't know what he's actually done now. He's in the league. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm. Oh, the best player in the fifth um, was Maurice Hurst, and this oh, yeah, close. But um, obviously, he was off the Browns board, unfortunately. And good luck to the lads because no one wants to go through that. But yeah, um, there's a piece of homework for everyone. Go have a look at the seventh round picks in this draft, even <laughs> maybe the last three, and um, decide who you think the best person is. All right, Jack. Well, tomorrow we've got a show with a Steelers fan, I'm afraid to say, and looking at the Steelers draft strategy. 
Yeah, no, it's it's interesting to note because, as they always say, it, when you're out in front, keep an eye on your competition. So we, we've got to be respectful as Browns fans because it, it's not it's not nice for the Steelers having to uh, look at the back of our heads for a change. And they're struggling to come to terms, but uh, let's uh, rub it in their faces. Excellent. And the last show of the week will be 50 states, 50 weeks, 50 Browns fans. And if you think you're eligible for your state, send me a DM and we'll get you on the show. Fantastic. Have a great day, Paul, and uh, I look forward to chatting tomorrow. All right, awesome. Take care, buddy. Bye.